book up I let's see it's November 12th 2021 just uh going over my dad's bible you know one of the one of the songs my dad loved which I think we're going to end this podcast on is a song called Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show it's a Neil Diamond song and my dad talked about how he believed it was a uh, a song that chronicled a person's coming to Christ. And so, I, it's one of his favorite songs. So. so I think we'll end with that one. Hope you guys are doing well. We're doing parent-teacher conferences next week. A lot of things on my plate at the moment. A lot of things going on for next week, which we'll get to eventually. But... But without further ado, Leviticus 25. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to my soda first. Not much better. The Lord said to Moses on Mount Sinai, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land I'm going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops. But in the seventh year, the land is to have a Sabbath of rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. Do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines. The land is to have a year of rest. Whatever the land yields during the Sabbath year will be food for you, for yourself, your manservant, maidservant, and the hired workers and temporary resident who live among you, as well as for your livestock and the wild animals in your land. Whatever the land produces may be eaten. Count off seven Sabbaths of years, seven times seven years, so that the seven Sabbaths of years amount to a period of 49 years. Then have the trumpet sounded everywhere on the tenth day of the seventh month on the Day of Atonement. Sound the trumpet throughout your land. Consecrate the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. Each one of you is to return to his family property, each of his own clan. The fiftieth year shall be a jubilee for you. Do not sow and do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the untended vines. For it is a jubilee and it is to be holy for you. Eat only what is taken directly from the fields. In this year of jubilee, everyone is to return to his own property. If you sell land to one of your countrymen or buy any from him, do not take advantage of each other. You are to buy from your countrymen on the basis of the number of years since the jubilee and he is to sell to you on the basis of the number of years left for harvesting crops. When the years are many, you are to increase the price, and when the years are few, you are to decrease the price, because what he is really selling you is the number of crops. Do not take advantage of each other, but fear your God. I am the Lord your God. Follow my decrees, and be careful to obey my laws, and you will live safely in the land. Then the land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your fill and live there in safety. You may ask, what will we eat in the seventh year if we do not plant or harvest our crops? I will send you such a blessing in the sixth year that the land will yield enough for three years. 
While you plant during the eighth year, you will eat from the old crop and will continue to eat from it until the harvest of the ninth year comes in. The land must not be sold permanently because the land is mine and you're but aliens and my tenants. Throughout the country that you hold as a possession, you must provide for the redemption of the land. If one of your countrymen becomes poor and sells some of his property, his nearest relative is to come and redeem what his countryman has sold. If, however, a man has no one to redeem it for him, but he himself prospers and acquires sufficient means excuse me, to redeem it, he is to determine the value for the years since he sold it and refund the balance to the man to whom he sold it. He can then go back to his own property, but if he does not acquire the means to repay him when he sold will remain or what he sold will remain in the possession of the buyer until the year of jubilee. It will be returned in the jubilee, and he can then go back to his property. If a man sells a house in a walled city, he retains the right of redemption a full year after its sale. During that time, he may redeem it. If it is, sorry, I'm yawning. If it is not redeemed before a full year has passed, the house in the walled city shall belong permanently to the buyer and his descendants. It is not to be returned in the Jubilee, but houses and villages without walls around them are to be considered as open country. They can be redeemed, and they are to be returned in the Jubilee. The Levites always have the right to redeem their houses in the Levitical towns which they possess. So the property of the Levites is redeemable, that is, a house sold in any town they hold, and is to be returned in the Jubilee, because the houses in towns of the Levites are their property among the Israelites. But the pasture land belonging to their towns must not be sold. It is their permanent possession. If one of your countrymen becomes poor and is unable to support himself among you, help him as you would an alien or a temporary resident, so he can continue to live among you. Do not take interest of any kind from him, but fear your God, so that your countrymen may continue to live among you. You must not lend him money at interest or sell him food at profit. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. If one of your countrymen becomes poor among you and sells himself to you, do not make him work as a slave. He is to be treated as a hired worker or a temporary resident among you. He is to work for you until the year of Jubilee. Then he and his children are to be released, and he will go back to his own clan and to the property of his forefathers. Because the Israelites are my servants, whom I brought out of Egypt, they must not be sold as slaves. Do not rule over them ruthlessly, but fear your God. Your male and female slaves are to come from the nations around you. From them you may buy slaves. You may also buy some of the temporary residents living among you and members of their clans born in your country, and they will become your property. You can will them to your children as inherited property, and you can make them slaves for life, but you must not rule over your fellow Israelites ruthlessly. If an alien or a temporary resident among you becomes rich, and one of your countrymen becomes poor and sells himself to the alien living among you or to a member of the alien's clan, he retains the right of redemption after he has sold himself. One of his relatives may redeem him. An uncle or a cousin or any blood relative in his clan may redeem him. Or if he prospers, he may redeem himself. He and his buyer are to count the time from the year he sold himself up to the year of Jubilee. The price for his release is to be based on the rate paid to a hired man for that number of years. If many years remain, he must pay for his redemption a larger share of the price paid for him. If only a few years remain until the year of Jubilee, he is to compute that and pay for his redemption. See. Accordingly, he is to be treated as a man hired from year to year. You must see to it that his owner does not rule over him ruthlessly. 
even if he is not redeemed in any of these ways. He and his children are to be released in the year of Jubilee, for the Israelites belong to me as servants. They are my servants whom I brought out of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Just say something real quick. Uh, eight minutes in. Oh, what is that noise? Just... Let's see. Chapter 26. Do not make idols or set up an image or a sacred stone for yourselves, and do not place a carved stone in your land to bow down before it. I am the Lord your God. Taking a sip. Don't fall asleep here. Observe my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you follow my decrees and are careful to obey my commands, I will send you rain in its season, and the ground will yield its crops and the trees of the field their fruit. Your threshing will continue until grape harvest, and the grape harvest will continue until planting. You will eat all the food you want and live in the safety of your land. I will grant peace in the land, and you will lie down, and no one will make you afraid. I will remove savage beasts from the land, and the sword will not pass through your country. You will pursue uh, pursue your enemies, and they will fall by the sword before you. Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand, and your enemies will fall by the sword before you. <clears throat> I will look on you with favor, and make you fruitful, and increase your numbers, and I will keep my covenant with you. You will still be eating last year's harvest when you will will have to move it out to make room for the new. I will put my dwelling place among you, and I will not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, so that you would no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of your yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. But if you will not listen to me and carry out all these commands, and if you reject my decrees and abhor my laws, and fail to carry out all my commands, and so violate my covenant, then I will do this to you. I will bring upon upon you sudden terror, wasting disease, and fever that will destroy your sight and drain away your life. You will plant seed in vain, because your enemies will eat it. I will set my face against you, so that you will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee, even when no one is pursuing you. If after all this you will not listen to me, I will punish you for your sins seven times over. I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above you like iron and the ground beneath you like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain because your soil will not yield its crops, nor will the trees of the land yield their fruit. If you remain hostile towards me and refuse to listen to me, I will multiply your afflictions seven times over. As your sins deserve, I will send wild animals against you, and they will rob you of your children, destroy your cattle, and make you so few in number that your roads will be deserted. <clears throat> if in spite of these things you do not accept my correction, but continue to be hostile towards me, I myself will be hostile towards you and will afflict you for your sins seven times over, and I will bring the sword upon you to avenge the breaking of the covenant. <clears throat> when you withdraw into your cities... I will send a plague among you, and you will be given into enemy hands. When I cut off your supply of bread, ten women will be able to bake your bread in one oven. They will dole out the bread by weight. You will eat, but you will not be satisfied. 
If in spite of this you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile toward me, then in my anger I will be hostile towards you, and I myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places. Cut down your incense altars and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols, and I will abhor you. I will turn your cities into ruins and lay waste. Oh, hang on one second. Let me just... Ugh. Okay, where were we? Where were they? Let's see. Let's see, I will destroy your high places, cut down your incense altars, and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols, and will bore you. Turn your cities into ruins and lay waste your sanctuary. I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. I will lay waste the land so that your enemies who live there will be appalled. I will scatter you among the nations and will draw out my sword and pursue you. Your land will be laid waste and your cities will lie in ruins. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbath years all the time that it lies desolate and you are in my country of your enemies, or in the country of your enemies. Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the time that it lies desolate, the land will have the rest it did not have during the Sabbaths you lived in it. As for those of you who are left, I will make their hearts so fearful in the lands of their own enemies that the sound of a wind-blown leaf will put them to flight. They will run as though fleeing from the sword, and they will fall even though no one is pursuing them. They will stumble over one another as though fleeing from the sword, even though no one is pursuing them. So you will not be able to stand before your enemies. You will perish among the nations. The land of your enemies will devour you. Those of you who are left will waste away in the lands of their enemies because of their sins. Also because of their father's sins, they will waste away. But if they will confess their sins and their sins of their fathers, their treachery against me and their hostility toward me, which made me hostile toward them, so that I sent them into the land of their enemies, then when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they pay for their sin, I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham. And I will remember the land. For the land will be deserted by them, and will enjoy its Sabbaths while it lies desolate without them. They will pay for their sins because they rejected my laws and abhorred my decrees. Yet in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them or abhor them, so as to destroy them completely, breaking my covenant with them. I am the Lord their God. But for their sake I will remember the covenant with their ancestors, whom I brought out of Egypt in the sight of the nations to be their God. I am the Lord. These are the decrees, the laws, and the regulations that the Lord established on Mount Sinai between himself and the Israelites through Moses. Chapter 27. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If anyone makes a special vow to dedicate persons of the Lord by giving equivalent values, set the value of a male between ages of 20 and 60 at 50 shekels of silver, according to the sanctuary shekel, and if it is a female, set her value at 30 shekels. If it is a person between ages 5 and 20, set the value of a male between at 20 shekels and a female at 10 shekels. If it is a person between 1 month and 5 years, set the value of a male at 5 shekels of silver and that of a female at 3 shekels of silver. If it is a person 60 years old or more, set the value of a male at 15 shekels and a female at 10 shekels. If anyone making this vow to is too poor to pay the specific amount, he is to present the person to the priest, who will set the value form according to what the man making the vow can afford. If what he vowed is an animal that is acceptable as an offering to the Lord, such an animal given to the Lord becomes holy. He must not exchange it or substitute a good 
one for a bad one, or a bad one for a good one. If he should substitute one animal for another, both it and the substitute become holy. If what he vowed is a ceremonial unclean animal, one that is not acceptable as an offering to the Lord, the animal must be presented to the priest, who will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, that is what it will be. If the owner wishes to redeem the animal, he must add a fifth to its value. If a man dedicates his house as something holy to the Lord, the priest will judge its quality as good or bad. Whatever value the priest then sets, so it will remain. If the man who dedicates his house redeems it, he must add a fifth to its value, and the house will again become his. If a man dedicates to the Lord part of his family land, its value is to be set according to the amount of seed required for it. Fifty shekels of silver to a homer of barley seed. If he dedicates his field during the year of Jubilee, the value that has been set remains. But if he dedicates his field after the Jubilee, the priest will determine the value according to the number of years that remain until the next year of Jubilee, and its set value will be reduced. If the man who dedicates the field wishes to redeem it, he must add a fifth to its value, and the field will again become his. If, however, he does not redeem the field, or if he has sold it to someone else, it can never be redeemed. When the field is released in Jubilee, it will become holy, like a field devoted to the Lord. It will become the property of the priests. If a man dedicates to the Lord a field he has bought, which is not part of his family land, the priest will determine its value up to the year of Jubilee, and the man must pay its value on that day as something holy to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field will revert to the person from whom he bought it, the one whose land it was. Every value is to be set accordingly. The sanctuary shekel, 20 geras to the shekel. No one, however, may dedicate the firstborn of an animal, since the firstborn already belongs to the Lord. Whether an ox or a sheep, it is the Lord's. If it is one of the unclean animals, he may buy it back at its set value, adding a fifth of the value to it. If he does not redeem it, it is to be sold at its set value. But nothing that a man owns or devotes to the Lord, whether man or animal or family land, may be sold or redeemed. Everything so devoted is most holy to the Lord. No person devoted to the destruction may be ransomed. He must be put to death. A tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. If a man redeems any of his tithe, he must add a fifth of the value to it. The entire tithe of the herd and flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod, will be holy to the Lord. He must not pick out the good from the bad or make any substitution. If he does not make a substitution, both the animal and its substitute become holy and cannot be redeemed. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses on Mount Sinai for the Israelites. And that is Leviticus. Leviticus. Um, next, we're going to be doing Numbers. This is actually going to be a long one. 34 chapters. Numbers is always fascinating to me. A lot of history. A lot of names and numbers. Well, obviously. It's like a census. I think it's the census right when Moses led the Egyptians out of Israel. It's a lot of people. So... I'm going to do that. It takes about 50 pages out of my Bible. It's pretty big. Pretty big. So, um, tell you a few more things about my dad. Um, he's a truck driver. At age 17, he asked his parents to release him to the Marines. They had to sign a waiver so he could join the Marines at 17. He was a high school dropout. I think I mentioned that before. He never finished high school. 
but um, he was extraordinarily successful in his life. He is the sixth of his name, but there's no middle names. Every middle name is different. I'm the seventh, and, my, and uh, the namesake is the eighth. Oh, I love you, children. I love you so much. This weekend we're going to a play that has the entrepreneur and the namesake in it. The namesake does not want to be in the play. After like the second rehearsal, and they've been you guys have been going there for months. You made it very clear you didn't want to go back, but we made you go because you said you'd be interested in doing it. The king has been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's been doing really well when he pays attention. Um, he you jump around a lot in class because you're excited, which is cute. But um, anyways. The spy has. Oh, hang on one second. The spy has been doing gymnastics, but on the way home from uh, the king's uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu lesson, he convinced his little brother to join him in in BJJ. So that'll be exciting to see how that goes. So, anyways, I love you, kids. I'm very proud of you. You are so important to me. I I hope you enjoy these recordings. I have a battle coming. I have a, I have a fight coming, kids. And it's kept me up most nights. I just pray that we get a good result. It's kept me up for years. It's coming to a crescendo this coming week. So, I love you. And of course, as always, in everything, do it for the kingdom and the king.
reach out your one hand for him. Cause that's what it's there for. And when your heart is troubled, you gotta reach out your other hand. Reach it out to the man up there. Cause that's what he's there for. Take my hand in yours. Walk with me this day. 